Welcome to Lefrisian Chronicles, Song of Shadows, a magical audio drama storytelling experience. The show contains swearing, allusions to sexual themes, as well as themes of violence. Thank you, and enjoy this episode of Song of Shadows. I think it should be known that I am not entirely equipped to handle stealth-heavy operations. I've always been more of a knowledge-is-power kind of team member, you know? Solve the riddles, read the maps. I don't know how to conduct myself on a heist. Want to know the first rule of heist? Yes, please. Be quiet. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, of course. Drawing unwanted attention would derail the whole thing. I mean, if you think about it, it makes perfect sense. Dominic? Yeah? Shut up. Oh, yeah, right away. Okay. Shelby, you're on. And I can't kill her? No, Shelby. You're supposed to distract her. That would be a pretty big distraction. Just saying. Just use some suggestive magic to keep her from looking at the ships. Yeah, I guess, if you want to take the easy way. Be careful, Shelby. Always am. are checking a boat in or out, I will need your travel documentation and proof of ownership. Oh, no, I'm not doing any of that. Then I'm not sure I can help you. Thanks. Have a nice day. Wait, I... Okay, this is kind of embarrassing, but you actually kind of have my dream job. A dock supervisor? I know. It's... Not the most common dream job, but I can't help it. I love the water, the ocean air. I was hoping maybe you'd tell me about what you do. Nobody ever wants to know about what I do. And it's a damn shame. Where should I start? The beginning? I want to know everything. What's your name, anyways? Well, I'm Danita. And I was actually born on a ship, so I'm pretty sure that's where my love for the water started. But I'm terribly motion sick, being on a boat for more than 10 minutes and I'm green in the face. You don't say. How terrible. Right? And I thought it was over. My love for the water, my dream. But then, something amazing happened. 
All right, she looks sufficiently distracted. Nyx, you're on. Be careful. If you need backup, call on the bond. Remember, check the whole ship. We need it empty. Even one stowaway can ruin everything. Got it. See you soon. When the coast is clear, I'll head on and get the ship in working order. I'll have Nick's call on the bond when it's time for you to embark. For now, let's hope there's no one on the ship. I'm on. Anyone on board? Not that I can see up here. I'll head down now. Stay vigilant, Nix. Of course, Your Majesty. A crouching Nix made her way slowly across the deck of the ship, toward the door she assumed led to the lower deck and crew quarters. Carefully, and with dagger in hand, she moved along the walls and attempted to keep her footsteps light. The old wood betrayed her with each creaking step. If there was anyone on the ship, they would hear her coming. So if surprise was not an option, brute force would have to be enough. Nyx gripped the hilt of her dagger tighter and continued down into the hull. The ship was small and only had one lower deck, a large room with five bunk beds for crew members. Empty. Nyx breathed a sigh of relief. Her eyes landed on a door at the end of the quarters. Captain's quarters. Nyx, careful of her creaking footsteps, moved across the quarters to the large, ornate, red-stained door. The ship rocked slightly with the incoming tide, causing Nyx's steadfast stature to falter, just enough that she moved to brace herself against the red door. Shit. Who is it? Shit. It's, uh... Marianne, your new crew member. I don't know a Marianne. I'm your first mate's cousin. They, uh, recommended me. Aye, I bet that's true. What you want? Told me to tell you they're getting in a drinking contest down at the pub and that you ought to be there for it. Drinking contest, eh? Sounds like fun, but I'd be a foolish captain to leave me ship unattended. I can watch it for you. Sir. Hmm. Don't want to partake in the contest. I've been sober for five months, Captain. Good on you, Marianne. <clears throat> Still not sure it's best to be going. Well, that's fine, but. Well, no, I, I shouldn't say. Shouldn't say what? It's just something a crew member said about you. Hey. Shouldn't repeat it. And why shouldn't ya? Well, it's a traitorous thing to be saying about your captain. And what is it they be saying about me? Just that you could never beat them in a contest. That you've got a weak constitution and that you can't hold your alcohol. Ha! Blasphemy! It was Roger, wasn't it? Aye, it was. Marianne, watch me ship. I've got a man to drink under the table. Sure thing.
Okay, Kaelin. Got one leaving now. Then we're clear. There goes the captain. Unharmed, too. Impressive. I wonder what trick Nick's pulled there. Alright. I'm heading in. It'll take me a bit of time. Kaelin, link Nick's if you see anyone heading towards the ship. And if we do see someone heading towards the ship? Stop them before they get to us. And with a quick nod, Aaron took off. Kaelin glanced up at the dock tower and saw Shelby nodding intently as the woman spoke enthusiastically, her hands flailing through the air theatrically. So we're just going to wait for Aaron to get the ship ready? Yeah. This is all pretty insane. This is insane. You know that, right? The Fey part or the heist part? All of it. it. It's like everything I've ever known, everything I've ever studied was wrong. <sighs> I feel so stupid. Not wrong, just lacking some information. You're a brilliant person and the existence of our world was meant to be kept a secret. In fact, it's been our biggest goal since our people left Earth in the first place to settle in Lafrisia. It's no fault of your own. There's so much of her I never understood. I'd be lying if I said I understood her entirely. But you do. You know her. So do you, Wesley. <laughs> no. I don't. I know her favorite color, her favorite song, her favorite book. But I, I didn't know what species she was. How is that knowing someone? Well, you've actually got me there. I know all the big stuff, but none of the small. None of the intricate details that make up who she is. Our time was short. <laughs> With our powers combined. She's an interesting puzzle, isn't she? You're telling me. I can see why she likes you. Likewise. Do, do you think she found the other Lafrisians? I wouldn't put it past her. Uh, guys. Maybe she's already saved them and we can go home. Would certainly make my life easier. Guys! Dominic, what is it? There's a person walking toward the ship. What? There's a person looking toward the ship. We can't hear you, Dominic. There's a person walking toward the ship! Why didn't you say that earlier? Look, rule number one is to be quiet! What do we do? Stop them from getting to the ship. I've got this. Are you sure? Yeah. What's the worst that can happen? Actually, a lot of things. Come on, let me help. Good luck. I'll warn Nyx. Um, hi. Uh, hi there. Excuse me. Do you have a moment? What do you want? I'm terribly lost. Uh, I was hoping you'd be able to help me find my way. Um... Where are you trying to go? The hotel. The what? Uh... Yum. In? You're on the wrong side of town, honey. Oh, I just knew it. Um, 
but would you be able to point me in the right direction? Well, sure thing. You're gonna head down that path to the right of the Dock Tower and take a left at the fountain. It's just past that city square. Can't miss it. Oh my gosh, thank you. I don't know what I would have done without you. Please let me make it up to you. What did you have in mind? Um, how about you meet me at the pub? I can buy you a drink. So thank you. Um, <laughs> I need to drop my stuff off, but I'll be right there. If you grab us a table. Yeah, I can do that, sweetheart. See you soon. See you soon. Ugh, men are so easy. All clear. Impressive. Your Majesty, we're ready. Get Shelby and get on. We're going to push off. You might need to make a jump for it. Exciting. See you soon. Is that a Lee? No, but we are ready to head to the ship. Okay, now we make a run for it, right? Right, but we should make a plan just in case we get- I'm making a run for it! Caught. There he goes. Book smart. Book smart. Shall we? Lead the way. And then I turned 30, which honestly was pretty exciting. But that's when I knew I needed to be better about asking for what I wanted in life. You know? Uh-huh. Wow, how interesting. Time to go. Keep her looking the other way if you can. Might have to make a jump for it. Finally. Huh? Finally, you decided to do what's best for you. Exactly! Well, this has been just something. But I really have to go. Just look at that beautiful sky out there over the town. Sure wish I could sit here and watch it. Maybe you can do it for me? Oh, you're right. Oh, beautiful. Dominic made it to the ship just in time to step on with minimal effort. But as Leslie and Kaylin arrived at the edge of the dock, the ship had pulled away. The edge of the dock around five feet away. We need to jump! I know! Leslie, <clears throat> <clears throat> Kaylin, are you okay? Yeah, I landed on my arm, but I'm okay. Where's Shelby? Dominic pointed back toward the dock that was slowly drifting away. About halfway down the dock was Shelby, sprinting toward the edge to the ship. Her bow and quiver swayed as she reached around and took them off her back, her feet never missing a beat. She held her weapon in her hands and geared up for the jump of a lifetime. We've got you, Shelby! Come on! Nix, get a rope ready. On it. I, I thought she had wings. Can't she fly? They don't work when we use our inhalators. Our bodies are essentially human. With powerful strategic footsteps, Shelby bounded the remaining feet of the dock and leapt into the sky, throwing her arms forward and bringing her legs to meet her fingertips. She flew without flying. Her hands reached for the edge of the ship toward her companion's outstretched arms. Shit! Shelby, hold on. Nah, I thought I'd let go. We've got you. Take my hand. Make sure my bow is okay. It's fine, Shelby. Grab the rope. 
She's slipping. Grab the rope. I'm trying. Ugh. Screw this damn rope. Ugh. Oh. Next time, oh, God. you want to do a heist? We are waiting until we have oh. our wings back. Deal. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Congrats! You're all criminals. Next stop, Kid Cardane. Orly pushed bright red leaves out of her path as she traveled through the thick Concardane jungle. <sighs> okay, west. Need to head west. Oh god, I hope I'm still going west. Orly came to a sudden halt at the sound coming from deeper in the jungle in front of her. She stood for a moment in the silence, waiting for the sound to come again. But it didn't. She didn't dare move. Frozen to her spot, she listened. Two minutes. Five minutes. Waiting for the sound to return. Okay. Okay, Ellie. You're safe. Just just make it to the shore. You can do this. Shit! Orly didn't have time to react before the large, shadowy figure came from above, <laughs> tossing her off balance and toppling her to the ground. She stifled a scream and thrashed under the figure until she could see her assailant. Her body relaxed as she saw its bright silver eyes. A charcoal gray orangutan sat atop her stomach and stared down at her with curiosity. She sighed, thankful the figure was not a mirrored glasses visitor as she took in the animal before her. It was much closer to her than the panther had the chance to get while her shield was up. Oh, hello there. <laughs> You're pretty heavy, you know that? For being made of smoke, you certainly have a large density. <laughs> the orangutan <laughs> tilted its head at Orly and its lips pulled back to reveal its teeth as it smiled at her. Maybe you could get off of me, <laughs> if you don't mind. The smoke-crafted animal understood her gestures and moved slowly until it was sitting on the ground next to Orly. She sat up and crossed her legs, smiling at the creature. <laughs> Yurigua, you're beautiful. From her position, Orly could see the animal clearly, its thick, smoky exterior. The skin of the creature danced with tightly wound smoke tendrils. When the creature moved, a small cloud of smoke trailed after, much like the panther. Its eyes were a beautiful, light, smoky silver. I'm trying to get to the shore. Do you think you could help me? The creature stood, one front arm bracing them against the ground, and one reaching up for Orly's hand. When she slipped her hand into the animal's grasp, she did not feel fur. She did not feel the wispy thickness of fog, but she felt cool, slick, almost metallic skin. Her eyes widened at the feeling. <laughs> you just keep getting more interesting, don't you? The creature smiled again, 
and began to lumber off into the jungle with Orly in tow, heading just slightly left of the path she was taking before. They traveled in silence for a few moments, when Orly first heard it. Wait. The orangutan paused and looked back at Orly with wide, questioning silver eyes. I, I heard something. And sure enough, as she spoke the words, the sound in the thick of the jungle became clearer. The sound of crows. And soon following, voices. Two of them, and nearby. The creature dashed into the trees, and Orly slid behind a thick, black-bark tree and pulled her knees to her chest. <sighs> okay, Ellie, okay. Okay, okay, Ellie, okay. Orly desperately drew her silhouette in her mind and erased it carefully, as Kaylin once taught her to do, bringing up her shield and making her invisible to non-fey eyes. She didn't know these messengers' true nature, but if they were created of something darker, more sinister, maybe, just maybe, it would work. She had just finished erasing the last of her silhouette in her mind when the voices were close and clear enough to decipher. She held her breath begging for time to stop, but she couldn't control it, couldn't use her newfound gift. She would have to do this the old-fashioned way. You have done poorly in your search. I don't see you holding a Lephrasian in your grasp. I was solely responsible for the capture of two earthbound Lephrasian. Months ago. What have you done since? You are irritating me. Likewise, brother. Where are we headed to next? Phil's village. I despise that man. Likewise, brother. And if we don't find the sharp girl? Orly pulled her knees tighter against her body, and as her weight shifted, a small twig snapped beneath her, its sound echoing through the area. What was that? We are not alone. Orly took a deep breath and held it as the two pale figures began their search of the area. Her heart was pounding. She was afraid it would give her away, even if her shield were to somehow work. She wished for time to stop again to no avail. Her shield would have to be the only line of defense. Please work, please work, please work. Please work. The steps were gentle and methodical as they swept the area, but it wasn't long before Orly heard a set coming right for the tree she had chosen as her refuge. A tear fell from her eye as the figure crept silently around the trunk until it was face to face with Orly. Orly's lungs screamed as they begged for air, but she denied them and watched her scared reflection in the mirrored glasses. Nothing. Hmm. Probably a Uruguay. It smells like fear. It's probably nothing. The figure backed away from Orly, and she counted to ten before slowly releasing her held breath and carefully filling her lungs with fresh air. You didn't answer my question. Which one? What do we do if we can't find the sharp girl? Then 
we kill one at a time until someone is willing to be forthcoming. Capture those who are. And if they know nothing? Well, then our knives will be getting quite a workout, won't they? Oh my god. I have to warn them. I have to- In a panic, Orly stood, her shield falling from her body. From the trees, the Uruguay orangutan descended and landed in front of Orly, gripping her hand and pulling her to the west. No, I, I have to go back. You don't understand. The creature pulled harder <gasps> at her hand. I can't go that way anymore. Thank you for your help, but I need to go help them. The creature's silver eyes grew frustrated as it pulled harder until Orly's feet could no longer stand in place. She pulled against its hold, but it was determined and led her through the jungle. Stop it, please! I have to warn the village. They're all gonna die. The creature did not slow and did not let up on its iron-tight grasp of Orly's wrist until it broke through the tree line and the two of them stepped out into the shore. Thank you for showing me the shore, but I have to go back. The creature released Orly's wrist and used that arm to point out into the water. It was a distance away, barely cresting over the horizon of open water. But the closer she looked, the more unmistakable it became. A ship. Wait. Is that what you were trying to show me? <gasps> the Uruguay smiled again, before running into the jungle. Thank you! Alright, Chip. Friend or foe? Orly found a large piece of driftwood debris and crouched behind it, watching as the massive ship neared Kincardine's shore. She squinted her eyes, trying to see a figure. Was this her salvation? Or her demise? She didn't know. So she watched. Then, as the ship came near enough to the shore for Orly to make out figures, she counted. At least four. She picked one and studied. If she could discern who it was, she could flag them down toward her. She shielded the sun from her sensitive eyes and watched the figure as the ship, not nearly as massive as she once thought, drew ever closer. The figure's picture was filling in. She could just make out a muscular, masculine build. She squinted harder, noticing blue and black colors decorating the outfit, and dark hair dotting the figure's head. Closer, closer, more of the picture was filling in. Closer, until... There he was. Clear as day. Kaylin! Thank you for listening. Today's episode was written by Nicole Tuttle and edited by Mariah Clausen and featured the vocal talents of Nicole Tuttle, Mariah Clausen, ML Earhart, Ace Corsara, Emily Buza, Wes Haas, Adigail Stewart, Braden Tuttle, Ashley Winfield, Connor Brannigan, Dante Majors, Elisa Park, and Zachary Robb. 
This episode was sound designed and edited by Katherine Stanley, along with Mariah Clausen, Griffin Coldron, and Megan Peugeot, featuring the music of John Bartman, and I'm Erica Harmon. Want to stay up to date on all things Lafrisian Chronicles? Follow our social media for more information about upcoming episodes, at Lafrisia Audio on Twitter. If you enjoyed today's episode, subscribe to our show on your favorite podcasting site and leave a review. Until next time, listeners.